of the Kutei Alochas. We're continuing in Yoridea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Yayin Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Chof Ches. We dedicate the learning today, Lilo Nishmas, Meir Bereb Mordechai, the father of David Asulin, and the father of Yehuda ben Gilsoin, and Rochel Vas Osher Zelig. All yard sites are today on the 26th of Ov, and also Lilo Nishmas Tuvia Bereb Israel Yitzchok, Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia, and Rosa Vasi Tamar. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, I believe we're going to close this halacha today, a major halacha that we spend quite a bit on learning. And now Rav Nosazal summarizes some of the most important points. Paragraph Chavches, nachamu nachamu ami. This is the very special haftorah that we read on the Shabbos after Tishabov which begins with these words, Nachamu, Nachamu, be consoled, be consoled. Why the double language? Ki iker nechamoseinu, hi ha-toyra ha-kdoisha, Because our main consolation after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash is two things, the Holy Torah and the true tzadikim of in every, each and every generation. There's a passage that we say in Hoidu every morning, Dirshu Hashem Vuzoi Bakshu Fon of Tomid. Seek out Hashem and his oys. Seek the face of Hashem, Hashem's light always. And it's brought that the word Uzoi refers to two things. The Torah is called Uzoi, Hashem Oiz Lamo Yitain, Hashem Yvorikasamashom, and the Tzadik is called Oiz. Boyaz, Boyaz. Because our main consolation during this long, bitter exile that we're going through is the Holy Torah. As Dovra Melech says in chapter 119 of Tehillim, this is my consolation in all my suffering. Your words, Hashem, give me life referring to the Torah. However, not every person is able to draw the right advice from the Torah that that person needs all the time. Because as the Gemara says, if a person is not Zoycha, then they, 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 they can't interpret the Torah correctly or they can't interpret it at all to know exactly how it applies to me now, in my current situation. Alkain, therefore, hakol tzrichin lamore chitaya. The Gemara says everyone has to come on to the master of the wheat. The Gemara uses this expression when it speaks about different types of rabbis. Which rabbi is more important? The Gemara says, is it a rabbi who can learn more deeply, or is it a rabbi who has more knowledge, vast knowledge? And the Gemara compares the one with vast knowledge to the master of the wheat, the one who has the wheat, which everyone needs. All types of baked goods needs wheat. Shehu Hatzadik Oemes, which is the true tzadik. He's the Mori Everyone needs him. He's the one who explains and formats the light of the Torah in a beneficial way so that we can benefit from it. 
the Bechinah says, it says, by Bilam Harasha, Hine Borech Lokachti. Bilam wanted to take the unformatted light of Hashem and format it into a curse for the Jewish people. But he said Hashem preempted him, and Hashem preformatted the light. Borech Lokachti. Borech with the comets means, I took the light coming from Keser, that highest level light, However, I discovered that Hashem had already pre-formatted it. is with its seire. Hashem had already pre-formatted it into a blessing, and I couldn't change it into a curse. So again, the tzaddik is the one who draws this borech, this highest level light. And this is our entire hope and our consolation in all different types of exiles that we go through, Bichlal, the entire Jewish people, Ubefrat, and every individual person, Begashmius, Ubaruchmius, on a materialistic level and on a spiritual level. Bibchinas, as the Pasik says, when Noyach was born, Noyach is defined as a tzaddik. This one is going to console us from all of our actions and all of our depression. The term Zeh represents the true Tzadik, who is called Zeh. As the Pasuk says in the last line of Koheles, because this is all of mankind. And the Gemara says in Brachas, the entire world was created for this individual person, the tzaddik yesoid oilam, and to support this person, to become attached to this person, and this individual, this tzaddik, is equal to all of mankind. We know the Gemara says which woman gave birth to 600,000. The Gemara says it was Yocheved, the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu, who is compared to all 600,000 Nishamas. I once heard from my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, the name Moshe, Mem is 40, Shin is 300. 40 times 300 is 12,000. Hey is 5, 12,000 times 5 is 60,000. And we know the Gemara says Moshe Rabbeinu was 10 Amois tall. 60,000 times 10 is 600,000. So the tzaddik is the composite of all the good of all 600,000 as The Gemara says in Brachas, Now we understand why the Pasuk says Nachamu twice. Nechama kfule, double Nechama. Because we need a double Nechama. We need the consolation that we draw from the Torah. As the Pasuk we quoted earlier. However, each individual Jew cannot necessarily draw from the Torah what they need for themselves properly. Because the Gemara says if a person is not Zoich, it's only a person who's really Zoich that the Torah becomes 
an elixir of life. <clears throat> and if a person is not zoich, if a person is not 100% pure, they cannot interpret and apply the Torah properly for themselves. A person can format the light of the Torah, the opposite of what Hashem is really trying to tell us. Therefore, we need an additional Nechama besides the Nechama of the Torah. Which is the power of the true tzaddikim who explain and format the light of the Torah in a beneficial way for us. They're the ones who know how to exactly how the message of the Torah should be applied to each one of us. And they are the ones who provide us and teach us the true advice of the Torah in a manner that it gives us life and good and not death and evil. A person can kill with the Torah. And this is our real consolation. As the Pasuk says, this one, the Tzadik, Noyach, that's going to really be the consolation. This is why the Pasuk says, Nachamu twice. Once referring to the Torah, and the Torah alone is not enough. We need the Tzadikim, who know how to interpret the Torah properly, who know how to teach the Torah properly, to give us a message that'll give us strength, that'll bring us closer to Hashem, not that'll chas push us away from Hashem. Vezehu, and the Pasa continues, Yoimar Eloikeichem. Rabbein Zal says in Likut Imran, quoting the Zohar Kodesh, Amira Bachashoi, the term Yoimar, refers to speaking silently. As Rabbeinu Zal refers to this in chapter 21 in Likut Imran. So the word Yoimar, which refers to silence, that refers to that unformatted light that comes from the highest place, from the Kesar, from the crown, before any formatting is being done. This is what the term Amira refers to, which is silent, like a person telling a secret, where they tell it, they whisper it quietly. Just like when we daven Shmon Esrei, when we pray the Amidah, we pray it in silence. Why? Because the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that as we're davening Shachris, as we're climbing the ladder, we start off from the lowest world. Karbonis corresponds to the Olam Asiyah, the lowest world, the physical world. Psuke de Zimra, the next section in the davening, corresponds to the Olam Hayetzira, the world of the angels. Then Kriyashma and its Brachis correspond to the Olam Habriya, the world of the throne of Hashem. And Shmon Esrei corresponds to Atsilus the closest thing to Hashem, like the Keser, the crown. And therefore the Shmon Esrei must be said in silence. When we speak about that highest level light, that holiest place, the inner, inner sanctum of Hashem, there the Pasuk says, Loi Dumiya Sihila. There the praise of Hashem must be said in silence. Ki koidem because before the light can be revealed and formatted, 
The light is in a state of silence. It's a secret. That's what the Yoima represents. Eloikechem, the next word, Eloikechem, in that Pasuk, Zebechinas Tsiur Ho'er Letoiv. That already represents that we're taking that light and bringing it down and formatting it in a positive way. Kielikim Bechinas Malchus. Because Hashem's name, Eloikim, represents Malchus. There's a Pasuk, Veloikim Malki Mikedem. Hashem is my king from way back. And Malchus represents the presence of Hashem and the kingdom of Hashem down below, here on earth. That's what the name of Hashem Elohim really represents. It represents the revelation of Hashem down here on earth, the kingdom of Hashem. So that's Yoimar Eloikechem. V'alkein, Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Iker Klal HaToyrah. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu, who really represents the entire Torah. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu, the words Moshe Rabbeinu are Bigimatria 613. Therefore, Chai Mea Esrim Shana, Moshe Rabbeinu lived 120 years, Keneged Mea Esrim Tsirufei corresponding to the 120 combinations that can be made out of the five letters of the name of Hashem Elohim. When you have five different letters, Aleph, Lamed, He, Yud, Mem, you can format them 120 different ways. This is factorial. Aleph, Lamed, He, Yud, Mem, Aleph, Lamed, He, Mem, Yud, He, Lamed, you know, etc., etc. These are called the 120 Tzirufim of Elikim, Shehem Bechinas Biurei V'Tzirufei Oyer HaToyrah. They represent the different explanations and the different combinations of the light of the Torah. So that's why Moshe Rabbeinu lived 120 years to show that he's the one who understood, who knew all 120 different combinations of Hashem's light. And so too we find several holy tzaddikim who were major players in bringing the Torah to the world. They lived specifically 120 years. For example, the great Hillel, who we're told had 80 outstanding students. <coughs> the greatest one was Yonas ben Uziel, and the smallest one was Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai. For Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, who also lived 120 years. Hakoil, Keneget, Meya, Esrem, Tziufeilikim. All of them corresponding to the 120 combinations of Hashem's name, Elikim. Kimuva Bekisve Arizal, as the Arizal explains in the Eitz Chaim. Why? Why did they live 120 years? in order that they should be able to explain and format the letters of the Torah in a positive way. Remember Hashem's name, Elikim, Hashem's, <coughs> the, the term Yoimar, we said, represents silence. That represents the Keser, that highest form of light, where there, there's silence. There, it's very quiet, it's secret. When that secret comes down, down below to this world, and it's revealed in this world, when the light 
is shrunken and formatted in a way that it can be revealed in this world, then it takes on this form of Elikin, these 120 tzirufim of Elikin. Interesting, I once heard a Chiddush, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk in Tehillim, Vatechasrehu me'at me'elikin, that Moshe Rabbeinu was missing a, a drop from Hashem Kaviochel. And the Gemara says, what this refers to is that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49 out of the 50 levels of Bina. There are 50 levels of Bina. Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49. I once heard from Rav Rosenfeld, the Arizal says that the word Ma'at is 119. Elohim, we just learned here that Elohim has 120 different combinations. Vatechasreyu, Moshe Rabbeinu was missing. You know how much he was missing? The difference between 119 and 120. It's not 49 over 50. It's 119 Moshe Rabbeinu achieved during his lifetime. He achieved 119 of these 120 tzirufim of Elikim. Shezehu ikr And this is our main consolation. Our main consolation is that there are tzaddikim who understand the Torah perfectly, and they know how to teach us the Torah in a way that the Torah will have only positive effects on us. It'll give us the motivation and encouragement that we need to come close to Hashem. Because there is a possibility of somebody teaching Torah in a way where a person hears it and says, this is not for me. Or he hears a message of chas rejection from Hashem. V'zehu nachamu nachamu ami yoymar kanal. And now Rav Nosnazal put together the first four words of this pasuk, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, my nation, Yoimar Alekechem Kanal. And the pasuk continues, Dabru Alev Yerushalayim. Speak of the heart of Yerushalayim. Rav Nosnazal says, Note, Alev Daika. Note the pasuk refers specifically to the heart. We spoke about this in the previous year. Ki Iker Siur Ho'or, Bechinas Leiv. Because the main formatting of the light of Hashem is Bibchinas Leiv, is associated to the heart. Shehu Bibchinas Bina Liba, which is associated with the sphera of Bina, as we mentioned in the previous year. Ulevavoy Yovin Vishovarofaloy. There are several psukim that show that the heart is associated with Bina. Sheshom Iker Tsiur Holer. That's where the main formatting of the light takes place. Shehu Bechinas Tseirei, which we learned in the previous year, corresponds to the vowel Tseirei. Tseirei means to format. The Keser, the light of Keser, is compared to Komatz. Komatz means closed, closed, hidden, secret. And Tseirei means formatted. Ki Halev Merkovo Labina, because the Zohar Kodesh teaches us that the heart is the place for Bina, Sheshem Havaya Benikud Seire Kayadua. And we know that the vowels of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, when we're referring to Bina, are Seire. It's a Seire under the A sound, under each one of the letters of Yud Kevavke. When Yud Kevavke takes on that format with the vowels Seire under it, then it represents Bina. Vezehu Bechinas Viodato Hayoim. And this is why the Pasuk says, in Olena we say this, you will know, you will understand today, 
and you will bring the message to your heart. A person has to take that light of knowledge and wisdom and bring it to the heart in order where it really gets formatted into a positive way. Rabbi Nizal has a chapter in the Kutiran, chapter 49. Our friend Gedalia Fenster likes to focus on that chapter many times. Where in that chapter, Rabbi Nizal really expands on this concept, explaining the creation of the world and showing how the heart is the place, the main battlefield between the Midois Toivois and the Midois Royce. There's a Pasuk in the beginning of Bereshis, Kiyetzer Leiv, Machshefoy Zodom. It uses the term, the place where the Yetzer, Yetzer Toiv and Yetzer the thoughts of a person, really take on a form of good thoughts, bad thoughts, sinful thoughts, positive thoughts. And all the Midois, the good Midois, Chesed and Kas and Gaiva, all of that is in the heart especially. And our mission is to take Hashem's light from Chachma, from the higher level, bring it down to Bina, from our brain to bring it into our hearts. There are many people who know in their mind what the right thing to do is, and yet they don't do it. Why? Because the place of the emotions, the main battlefield, is the heart. And a person has to be able to bring that knowledge into the heart. Shezehu Iker, that's the main thing. Vezehu Shenismach L'Shom, and this is why the Pasuk continues afterwards, Koil Koirei Bamidbar, a voice cries out in the wilderness, Panu Derech Hashem, Clear a path of Hashem. Yashru Ba'arova, smooth out a path in the, in the wilderness. Mesilo Lelekeinu, a path to Hashem. And then the Pasuk continues, Vohoyo He'okoiv Lemishur. That which starts out crooked and messed up will be smoothed out completely. Because by the light being formatted, into a good, healthy, positive message by the true tzaddikim, that generates smooth paths to Hashem in all different kinds of places. Even in those places that originally were a desolate desert, there was nothing there. There was no path, no direction. And all of the crooked, spoiled, damaged roads all get straightened out. All of that crookedness, all of those messed up paths come about by those people who twist the Torah, the true path, in improper ways. They twist the truth to the point where they messed up those smooth, clear paths. And it became these desolate deserts. And instead, it resulted in all kinds of messed up roads and paths. You have, for example, communities where generations back, they had many great tzaddikim in their communities. The Syrian Sephardic community, if you look back hundreds of years ago, or even less than that, in Syria there were great chachamim, there were great tzaddikim. And then when they came to the United States, and they weren't set up, they didn't have yeshivas yet, 
Their rabbis, some of them weren't able to speak English or couldn't speak English properly. And as a result, the people that came originally from very holy backgrounds ended up sending their kids to public schools and they themselves got involved in the business world, forgot about Shabbos, forgot about mitzvahs, went through a tremendous yerida. And not every rabbi was in a position to show them how to come close to Hashem. Many of them had strayed far, far away from their original roots. And our Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld entered into that community and he started giving shiur and teaching. And the, the fact that he had this vast knowledge, this more chitaya, like we said before, and in addition was able to speak English perfectly well, and knew how to present the Torah in a positive way to give the people the encouragement, the chizuk, the motivation, the inspiration that they needed, he was very successful in bringing many of these people back and inspiring them to become religious, to send their kids to yeshivas. And this was a major, major force in those years, in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, in helping bring about a major revolution in that community. Avol Ato, Rav Nusazal continues, but now, Alidei Tzadikei Emes, HaMetzayram Horalatoiv, through the true Tzadikim, who form at this light of Hashem in a very good way, a positive way, all of those roads that were messed up originally, all of them become improved and leading to Hashem. The Bechinas, as the Pasuk says, a voice calls out in the wilderness, clear a good path to Hashem. And all of this is brought about through a sparking of the light of Moshiach, which these great tzaddikim are able to draw on and bring a little bit of that into every single generation. And this is what really ensures our existence, our ability to make it through this incredible, difficult exile. She'oz yiskayim, and we know that when Mashiach comes, the Pasuk says, then we'll see the fulfillment of the Pasuk. V'nosati lohem leiv echod, v'derech echod, le'yiro isi kol hayomim. I will give the Jewish people one heart and one path to respect me always. We hope and pray that this will come speedily in our days. Amen. Question in the chat. But the name Elikim means judgments. How can it refer to the formatting of the light for the good? We know that when we speak about Hashem, there's chesed. Chesed is kindness. A misplaced kindness or too much kindness can kill a person, chas It's only if the kindness is within proper, healthy boundaries that it's a good kindness. That's this concept of chesed and gvura. You always need the right and the left to be able to temper that the right side shouldn't be blinding, it shouldn't be damaging. We know too sweet is no good, too bitter. You need a balance, that balance between right and left. The name Elikim sometimes represents Gevura and sometimes represents Malchus. Malchus receives from all the levels above it. The Tikkun Zohar brings a pasuk, Kol Hanacholim Cholchem Elayam. All streams feed into the sea. And the Tikkun Zohar explains this means that all of the nine spheroids above it feed into the Malchus. 
The words El Hayam, into the sea, make up the word Eloikim. So the Malchus receives from everything above it. But the Malchus also has to be that sinsum, that ability to put everything in a place neatly. Otherwise, you have pandemonium. We mentioned this in the past, that on the Seder night, on the Seder table, you have nine things. You have the three matzahs, that corresponds to Keser, Chochmah, and Bina. Then you have the Zroya on the right, the shank bone, and you have the egg on the left. That's three plus two is five. Then you have the Moror in the middle. I'm going according to the Arizal. There are two layouts of the Seder plate. This is according to the Arizal, the form that we follow. Then you have the Charoises on the right and the Karpas on the left. That's numbers seven and eight. Then you have the Chazeres in the middle, which is number nine. So you have nine objects. All of them are wonderful and important and good. What's number 10? Number 10 is the Kaira, the Seder plate, which puts everything in its proper, proper place. If you have a Kaira, then this can be on the right, this can be on the left, this can be in the middle. If you don't have a Seder plate, things cannot be in its proper position. And this is one of the reasons the word Kaira in Hebrew, Kuf Ayin Reish Hei, is Bigimatria 375. It's brought that the 300 represents the three upper spheroids. They're called hundreds units. The 70 represents the seven lower spheroids. And that letter He at the end, the five, represents the Shechina, which is represented by the letter He. That number 370 or 375 usually represents the complete spectrum of Kedusha. There's a posit, Melech Bamishpot Yamed Eretz. A king with justice is able to establish a land. When there's no justice, so when there's injustice, when you have the insanity that's going on today all over the world, when the government is an improper government, there isn't healthy mishpat, there isn't proper justice and judgment. The criminals go free, the people have to be afraid of the criminals. The criminals are on the street and the people have to run to hide. All kinds of insanity started years ago with all the leftists and the liberals, Rahman al-Islam, taking over. Then you have pandemonium. You have Rahman al-Islam. Okay, now the final paragraph of this halacha. Now Rav Nosazal explains the very outstanding pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 84. Dovod HaMel says, Fortunate is the person who draws their strength from you, Hashem. They have these paths, these proper paths in their heart. Because a person needs incredible strength and encouragement, incredible, powerful encouragement in this world. Throughout the days of a person's life in this world, to stand up to all the obstacles and all the opposing forces that are trying to... Where the Baldovar, the Yitzchakar, is trying to push a person away from Hashem all the time. And one of the most effective ways that the Satan achieves this is... 
through his false ideas, misinterpretations of the Torah, by a person formatting the light in the opposite way, the canal as we discussed in the previous Shurim, this is what the Pasuk says, we will search our paths and will analyze them carefully. A person has to always be searching and thinking deeply and seek advice and what's the right path, how to get out of all of my craziness, and how to come close to Hashem. Val call upon him, at least, that a person shouldn't fall further down, through the pushing away of the Yitzhahara, that the Yitzhahara keeps using all kinds of tricks to push a person away from Hashem, where the Yitzhahara cloaks himself in mitzvahs. He says to the person, You know that you're such a materialistic person. You know that you've done so many sins. Don't even think that you could possibly come close to Hashem. You could possibly feel and experience holiness. Why are you even bothering? Why are you trying and hoping to come close to Hashem? You have no shot, no chance. Because all of these kinds of ideas all come from the Sitrachra, from the other side. And one of the main sources where this is coming from is the Klippa of Bilam. Who wants to format the light of the Torah into a curse, the opposite of the truth. And the main thing that empowers Bilam, this Sitrachta, is that super Toma that he draws into the world. Which is the desire for a sinful type of relationship between men and women. Which comes from Bilam. It comes from the Sitrachta. Whereby the Yitzhahara spreads himself lengthwise and widthwise to span the whole world to get everybody to fall into this type of sinful desire and sinful thoughts in all kinds of different ways. If that's not bad enough, the Yitzhahara also wants to take the, the light of Hashem and twist it and use it against a person and to make the person fall all the way down to the lowest, lowest level of Gehenna called Shoel Tachtiyos. As we find that there are many, many people, unfortunately, who fell as a result of these kinds of ideas. In other words, the fact that they committed many sins and they heard a message from the Torah saying you could never do tshuva, you're a lost case, or a rabbi called them an idiot or a fool or a, a failure, chas v'shon, Alkain Srichin Oiz Vehizhaskus Otsum Negdoi Bali Shir. 
Therefore, a person needs to be very strong and a person needs incredible encouragement. Belishia means infinite, just about. And this is why the Pasuk says in Tehillim, fortunate is the person who will be strong, remain strong with Hashem. And they have these proper paths in their heart. And Rav Nelson Zal says now, the first letters of those words, Oiz loy bach mesilois, make up the word bilam. Ki keneget klipas bilam, tzrichin oiz v'satsumois v'schaskus otsum kenegdoi. Because in order to stand up to this klipa, this tuma called bilam, a person needs incredible strength and encouragement all the time, which we get from these two places, from the Torah, but the Torah that we receive especially from the Tzadikim Amitim, from the true Tzadikim, who know how to teach the Torah properly in a way that it gives us chizuk, it gives us encouragement. A few weeks ago, I was in America, and one of the places they had a six-hour program of kinois after Shachris reciting the Lamentations, and there was a rabbi that before each one of the kinois he gave an explanation either of that one of the kinois or something else said in Jewish history. Spoke about the Holocaust, spoke about the suffering of Soviet Jewry under communism, and at one point he made a statement which was the opposite of the, the message that we get from Rabbeinazal. He said, today we don't have a Beis HaMikdosh. Today is no such thing as feeling, feeling anything when a person is learning Torah. We learn Torah today because we know it's the right thing to do. But in terms of being able to feel, we cannot feel. And we know that Rabbeinazal, in several different places, in the story of the Ravu Ben Yochid, Rabbein Zalveh speaks about a young Talmud Chacham who was learning Torah and davening and he felt something was missing. He didn't feel a thrill. He didn't feel an enjoyment. He didn't feel a deep connection to Hashem in his learning. And he told his young friends and they told him he has to go to a specific tzaddik and that tzaddik will help him. And Rabbein Zal tells an incredible story there. This is the eighth story in Sipurim Isis where the father of this young man was a rabbi, a rav. And the father tried every which way to discourage him. First he told him, what are you going to go to him for? You're smarter than him. You're a bigger lamdan than him. You come from a greater heritage than him. You have bigger yichus than him. It would be an insult to our family or to you to go to him. That was the first way he discouraged him. And then the father told his son, we're going to make a test. If we see everything goes smooth, then we'll know that it's what Hashem wants you to do, to go to this person. And sure enough, each time they tried, there was another obstacle, an obstacle. And the, the commentary, Rav Nachman Shirin explains, the Gemara tells us that of course, when a person wants to achieve something important, there have to be obstacles, there has to be opposition. Otherwise, there's no free choice, otherwise there's no test. And Hashem put us in this world to be tested and to show that, that we're able to pass a test and thereby be able to earn Gan Eden. And Rabbein Zal, Rabbein Zal, Rabbein Zal speak about this very often, that a person comes to the tzaddik, the tzaddik gives us a connection to Hashem and a connection to the Torah where a person is able to feel the sweetness of Yiddishkeit, that Neimus, 
There's one thing I ask of Hashem, Shifti Beves Hashem, I should be Zerche to reside in the house of Hashem, Lachsois Benoyam Hashem, to see the sweetness of Hashem, Ulevaker Becholoi, and to visit in Hashem's Hechal. And again, this is one of the very important reasons that we come to Tzadikim, because the Tzadikim are the ones who have the true, most accurate, proper understanding of the Torah and know exactly how to apply the Torah to each and every generation, to each and every person. The Arizal understood that in his generation, the way we apply the Torah is that if a person did this sin, he has to fast 84 fasts. And if he did this sin, he has to roll in snow, etc. And the Baal Shem Tov came along and he understood that for his generation, it's a different formatting of the light. The light has, it's the same Torah, only in, in that generation we cannot use those, those ways anymore. We find in the Shulchan Aruch that we, all of us learn, for example, the later Paiskin all warn us that when it comes to a fast day, if a person comes to a rabbi, especially a pregnant woman or any of these kind of cases, and is experiencing any kind of difficulty, there's an incredible warning to the rabbi to be careful, extremely careful, to lean towards leniency. Other than Yom Kippur, let's say Tishabur, there the laws are stricter. But in general, to be because we are living in a weaker generation, and sometimes the, the punches that, that used to be given to people in previous generations, and in those generations they were able to handle it, people today cannot necessarily handle it. It doesn't mean that there's no concept of punishment, well, there's no concept of a left hand. There is, but it, it's not the same as it was in previous generations. A question in the chat. So how can we know to understand the Torah properly according to the needs of our generation? The answer is by studying from the tzaddikim amitiyim of our generation. Rabbi Nezal said that from me until Moshiach, there will not be any chadoshos. There won't be any new Rabbi Nezal was implying that he, in his teachings, has given Klal Yisrael an explanation of Torah that can guide us until Moshiach comes. The method that Rabbi Nezal prescribed, the Hispoidus, the Tikana Kloli, the Chatzois, the Mikvah, the Chizuk, the looking for the good points in yourself, all of the Eitzos that Rabbi Nezal prescribes in his forum, and then Rabbi Nezal takes it to a whole other level in his forum and the Likutei Tfilois that we have, all of these forms that we were given by the Tzadikim, all of the Tzadikim, but especially our Rebbe, Rabbi Nezal and his students, these are the things that give us the ability to understand the Chumash and the Gemara and the Zohar Kodesh and the writings of the Arizal to know how to apply it to us in today's generation. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a good week. Baruch Hashem, we completed this halacha. In the next year, we go on to a new halachi hilchais clay hayayim, regarding vessels in which wine is stored specifically. to be able to get the chizuk, the encouragement that we need from the Torah via the tzaddikim, so that we can be zirchah to do a real complete tshuva, and be zirchah to see the gula shleim of the coming of Moshiach, the binyan beis hamikdash, meher v'yameinu, amen v'yameinu.